transforming community. Peace in our human family. Volume and unity. Divine light shining individually. Collectively transforming community. Peace in our human family. So below, feel the pain in my soul, the red pill dissolved. Organized, no matter the cost. Politicians starts wars, they don't fight, they sit in the poor. And nothing lasts forever as long as we stay together. Give hell to the masses, watch the unity rapture. This is for the kids and the culture. It's one love, one growth, one light, light warriors. Yo. <laughs> Yo, what's up, man? I wish I had a nice backdrop like you. Uh, you know, I just do it for the, for the fame. Nah, I'm joking. It's <laughs> behind me, and I hate it. So I was like, bro, I'm about to just get a gray screen. I don't want to use that. I mean, it's, a, it's a nice bookcase, but there's mad shit on it. Like, you know, <laughs> I'm gonna take these glasses off. Like, getting in my green screen right here. How's your Wednesday going, man? Good, 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 bro. Good to see you, man. Good to fucking see you. See you. It's been a while. Probably would have saw you more if it wasn't a pandemic. <laughs> right? Yeah. After that one show, I think. What? When was that show, actually? Um, I'm trying to think of <laughs> that was a fall. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know it was a fall because it was cold. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's true. I had to carry all those drums back. Oh, so, shit, bro. So you lived, you lived like near the venue? That was in Manhattan, um, right? No, I think that was like Soho. Brooklyn. Oh, it was Soho? Oh. We did, we did, I think it was in Brooklyn. It was like was it Brooklyn around Shit. like uh, <laughs> Aberdeen or something. And oh, I live in like East man. New York, so it was just I think someone drove me, but it was just getting back was a whole pain. <laughs> I'm just like that's wow. the only thing I don't miss about live shows, just bringing everything with me, the whole symbol bag and everything. It right. just it's too much. Yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, that was a great show, and the vibe that we had after with the, jam the, with the out, um, yeah. jamming and everything, that was, like, freaking dope, man. Right, right, right. Hopefully we do it more. Um, yeah, so, Dwayne Bush, welcome to uh, the VLC Podcast, Jabari. VLC Podcast, I'm good to you all, man. <laughs> um, for, for my guests that don't really know you, we can, like, just tell your story and um, tell them, like, how you got into musician, how, how you became a musician, how you got into all these bands. No. Yeah, um, yeah, it's a cr- crazy story. So, like, uh, I started, I guess, playing drums since I was a kid, um, like on pots and pans and everything. I was in the church, and after service, when I was like probably five or something, I would walk up to the drum set after the church and start banging on stuff. And so, I think that was kind of like my parents like, okay, we gotta like figure something out. Um, my dad used to be a bassist uh, back in the day, so he he kind of un- understands the whole like going towards music things. So he was like, all right, maybe you should try to hone in on it. And he bought me like electronic drum kit nice. uh, when I was in high school. And uh, I don't know if you ever played the game Rock Band. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. I was, I was <laughs> obsessed with that game and like just playing the drum part. And I had it on hard and I was like, I want to play the real thing. Like, I, this is fun, but I want to play like the actual <laughs> kit. So then I moved from there to actual playing and... Uh, I went on Craigslist one day. I think it was like when I was 18 or 19. 
and which was probably not a good thing to do at that age. Um, just going Craigslist, just find people. But I was just yeah. like uh, looking for, you know, uh, other people to jam out with. Like I was big onto psychedelic music at the time. So I found like two other dudes, they're both like in their 30s. And they're like, yeah, let's just go to this place and just jam out. We never had a name. We just jammed out. Um, and things were going cool. But then uh, out of nowhere, I went to work for Disney World. And oh, wow. It was the whole Disney World thing. And I was away for like eight, eight months or so. So by the time I came back, the, the band was done. You know, that was over with. And uh, the guy was like, oh, but I know a guy that can, you know, you could probably jam out with uh, my friend Mario. And we were jamming from there. And from Mario, I met Sam, which was a guitarist. That you met mm-hmm. and uh we were kind of like going from like band to band type thing um nice right now he's 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 doing his own thing which is great he's like more into like uh country folk right now and he's uh coming out with another ep so i'm ha- you know i'm happy for him and right now is like That's a weird cool. hiatus with the band right. but you know i'm just like i'm trying to stay creative trying to get myself out there and trying to see what i'm really good at you know, other than drums like i want to mess around with guitar or, piano whatever Word. so it's like a good time to just be like okay the world kind of stopped right now what what do i love you know i'm, I'm always helping other people but what do i really want to do and i think uh i've been kind of honing more and more into like the styles i want to get into Word. Word. Yeah, yeah and and so the, what was the genres that pet robot did because you guys had a very good different unique feel yeah, it was like a, a mix of, uh, I'd say, 80s inspired uh, with electronic um, rock and some funk in there. You know, it was like a mixture of those things. Uh, maybe we would add sometimes uh, like hip hop influences with like the way I played the drums to kind of like change up the, the sound. But uh, yeah, like in terms of honing into like one genre, it was it was kind of hard to <laughs> to put yeah. that in there. I'd say alternative rock maybe would be the closest. Yeah, that's kind of like how it is with with, with uh, light warriors. We just don't know. <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah, you guys just like. And I like like the message you guys have in your in your songs and everything. You know, you just like it. It gives it more of like a reason for the music. You know, As, like yeah. if, right now, if you was like, you know, you can rhyme hat with bat and blah blah, blah. you're just like this sounds good but like you guys are really like talking about things about revolution and everything and i'm like that's you know i i, I really guide toward that i, I like i like that part. word word and uh, so were you born and raised in um new york city yes sir uh brooklyn born and raised i'm actually grew up in fort green and uh okay. moved to east new york like two years ago but uh yeah it's changed so much man it changed so much. Yeah. <laughs> Gentrification hit us yeah. heavy. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. So, like, how did that start? <laughs> I, like, I need, like, a... So, you know, white like, people, right? I got family. Yeah, I got family in Brooklyn, and they're still there, thank God. But uh, they told yeah. me that that shit changed quick. Like, when did you start noticing that uh, Brooklyn was, like, becoming more European than uh and I- <laughs> When I saw a Chipotle and a Starbucks open up right around my corner, I was like, yo, it's over, bro. <laughs> it's done. Let's take your snapshots and let's get out of here. Yo! A lot of my neighbors moved to the south because it was cheaper. And I was like, yeah, it's starting to, the whole migration is starting to happen. <laughs> so. Yo, I just, it reminds me of the Michael Che voice is like, Brooklyn is mines now. <laughs> right, exactly. The emergence, the emergence of the white girl is right. 
<laughs> oh, sorry. No, my, my cat just coming through. In the oh, where? Yeah, my cat gets in the way all the time. Like, is that a boy or girl? Boy. Yeah. His name is Poe after Edgar Allan Poe. Oh, really? Nice. Nice name. Yeah. I have a cat named Ben uh, and a cat named Cleo. Ben is a troublemaker. He has a bigger head. So he likes to assert his dominance. Yeah, yeah, head. yeah. They like headbutting. Like, like, get out of here and all that stuff. Like, he headbutts the door, man. It's fucking Jeez. insane. Like, <laughs> Too intense, man. <laughs> and we're trying to get him fixed, but he has a heart murmur. So we got to get Ooh. that uh, situated. Yeah. It's crazy. I, mean, I just that, found out that cats can get diabetes. That's crazy. I didn't even know. Yeah. That was a thing. Yeah. My friend uh, Taurus has a cat that has cat AIDS. I didn't even know that was a thing. Kate. And the crazy part is that he got the AIDS from a raccoon. The raccoon whooped his ass. Like, so I'm just like, cat AIDS. Wait, wait. He whooped his ass, but then he got AIDS from that? Yeah. Oh, like biting, I guess. Yeah, makes sense. Right. So I'm just like, what? <laughs> So many ways these cats can go out these days. Right? Like, yeah. Well, the crazy it's, part it's is this dude's still alive. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. And they're like they got gangs. Yeah, like, definitely. There's so many alley cats around me. <laughs> <laughs> they like they all stick together, man. They all do stick together, man. Yeah. So what what what's the uh maybe we might jump off tops a few times, but what's what's the next band that I see you have another band going on? Are you still active yeah. with them or yeah, so um the other band is Saint Mella. We um they're more nice. on like I guess nice name right, <laughs> um it's like named after like mel- melanated so Mela mm-hmm. is like a short way from that um oh, that's fucking dope <laughs> it's like very like indie soul indie electronic um Word. music so our new EP is coming out the twentieth of June Word. Uh, so look forward to that um we we were planning from last year before the pandemic hit we were trying to come up with the EP for every season. So nice. we had them for like the winter, blah, blah, blah. And once it hit, we kind of like cut off the production for a little bit. So we we're trying to catch up with what we had, you know? Um, right, right. But yeah, it's, it, it's a great sound. Um, and I'm just, I'm excited to perform again with them. It's very fun. Word, word. And how long do you, have they been going on before you joined or this, they're like fresh? Yeah, yeah. They were they're going for a while. They, they were, they're, I think, 2017, I believe. But uh, nice. yeah, so I, I joined in after because the other drummer moved to California. So um, mm-hmm. a friend of theirs hit me up, and uh, um, yeah, it was, it's been great so far. I'm just I'm liking how we're evolving the sound and everything, and uh, yeah, I can't just can't wait to just play on stage, man. Like <laughs> we did like recorded set, um, and we had like great lighting. It'll be out I think the 14th of June. Word. But uh. It's cool doing a recorded set because, you know, they have, like, the lighting thing, the camera's going well, it's produced well. But, like, when you're playing in front of people, like, it, it gives you that, you know, that level of, okay, I got someone to prove. You know, I got something to do. Yeah. And, you know, I'm here for, like, oh, you don't, you, don't, you don't think I'm good at drumming? Bet. You know, like, that type of thing. You know, like, you, you miss that back and forth with the audience and everything. But So, um, hopefully you get to do that. But, I mean, either either way, um, I'm just happy to be just be playing, man. And just, like... Uh, I've been trying to even produce on my own, like trying to create things uh, personally. It's a work in progress, but it's just like, I, I know it's like, I have, I have power to, you know, work on things myself. I'm not just a drummer. Like I'm, I'm out here right. trying new things. So that's been cool. Yeah. And getting back is definitely something. Um, and now is, is New York opened up now or they got yeah, that's what they say. Um, 
yeah, I've been I've been to some some bars and stuff. I don't know when when it comes to actually performing. I'm not sure how that works. Um, yeah. I think they we might did do the like bittering, a, yeah, like a week before, um, and it was halfway, and no one could stand up. Everyone had to sit down. Yeah, which is so sad. <laughs> That's what I don't like about like if you, you ever been to like Madison Square Garden or anything like that, like yeah. those type of venues where it's like you see someone that you like, but you have to sit down. You can't stand up and dance, so it's like. Right, or you can't right. move around, so it's like that whole feeling of sitting down while a person's performing, it just takes away the whole energy. But hopefully, yeah, yeah, the Next energy one. was definitely something because it was just like we have like a lot of tunes that people dance to, and... yeah, you know. But um, now it's opened up and they my band went back, um, okay, and they said there was a bigger crowd, it was more fun, so I'm like, woo, nice, but yeah, yeah, as long as everybody's got- good, you know. Yeah. <laughs> People people need this, so it's like, yeah. Right. Vaccines. Did you get vaccinated? I did, man. I did. I, I got it. Uh, me too. Well, at first, I was like, let me just wait it out. You know, you can't really trust anything. But uh, yeah. it's, it's normal to be skeptical, you know? But yeah, uh, Especially when you're black. <laughs> exactly. No, no, for sure. And like, you totally know, I, I've, had, I've had friends, I have people that came up to me, Yo, you know, Bill Gates ain't playing today, bro. Bill, Bill Gates. You know, and it's like... <laughs> You know, and it's like uh, I, I I get it. You know, like from the from the past, you know, we, we were never treated right. <clears throat> um, but when, once you see like the statistics of people that are getting it, mostly white people and mm-hmm. other people, like it wasn't kind of zoned in on a certain race or anything like that. <clears throat> and mm-hmm. I, I had friends that were in the bio field; they would tell me like, "Yeah, like uh, mRNA is probably safer compared to the the way we've been doing it." Um, yeah, I, I've been good so far. No twitches, no weird things happening to me. Yeah. So I, I, you know, <laughs> I'm kind of yeah, glad. We definitely did some out. research. Yeah, like, I, I researched that bitch hard before yeah, I did. Yeah, I don't it, blame but, you, man. Um, I was one of the first that did it. Um, okay. Because I'm, I'm a so I'm a um, social worker. What the hell? I'm a healthcare worker for like the uh, dietary department stuff like that. You know, just that's just a bougie name for just a food service worker. Okay. <laughs> So, like, that's my other job that I have and stuff like that. So, they were like, hey, man, look, we need everybody getting this bitch vaccinated. Now, the hard part is that, you know, it's a where I'm at is predominantly black. Um, And, you know, majority of, like, the fields that have more white white staff is, like, uh, you know, the doctors and stuff like that. So, they're upstairs and everything. Mm -hmm. Um, so they would just come down periodically, talk to us, have a conversation. You know, they really was trying real hard to like convince everyone to take the vaccine. Mm-hmm. Um, I took it, but a lot a lot of people I don't think have taken the vaccine um, unless they keep it on the hush hush. Because I've noticed that some people will tell me, but they won't tell nobody. Else. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> God, I love this camera, dude. I had to use my girlfriend laptop for another podcast, and like the camera was so ass. Like, I was so <laughs> yeah, no, you, you're impressed. Clean. Yeah, yeah. Like, you can see everything now. Like, I, <laughs> I need to get my fro together here. This shit is like, hey. doing everything right now. Yeah. <laughs> that was <laughs> random, but like, yeah, like no. I understand. Like the because the misinformation in this country is just fucking insane. Like, it's hard. Oh, yeah. to know what and that's that's the thing. I feel like after. But the presidency um 2016 people didn't know who to really trust you know because everything right. was kind of uh one-sided you know cnn was saying one side and fox was saying another and like they're like okay who's the person in the middle and i think when it comes to vaccines like 
pussy with the weird timing, you know? Yeah. Like during the election, it made it seem like something was planned out. So right. I don't blame that people were just like very, I'm not with it, you know, but I don't know. I, I, I took the bullet and I, I think yep. I've been, <laughs> I've been pretty good so far. So. Yeah, I've been letting people know. Like, I'll let you know if something falls off or something. Like, yeah, right, you know, exactly. Like, you know, Cuba has four different vaccine strains. Like, wow. it's insane. And they're really already to visit Cuba too, man. Don't, don't say that. Don't say that. That's <laughs> un-American. Don't say that. <laughs> Memorial pa- Day just passed, bro. What you doing? <laughs> uh, yeah, right. The CIA is listening right now. <laughs> That's funny though. I was like. <laughs> During Memorial Day, I was I wasn't even in the states. I was in uh, Cancun. Uh, oh yeah, nice. Very un-American, but um, <laughs> I needed to get away, man. I feel like just being in New York, just being locked in, and like yeah. I mean, things are open, but like you know, people are still like they have their guard up. You know, we we came right. and say like, hey, blah blah. blah. Everyone's just like, why are you so close? Whatever. So being yeah, yeah. away by a beach and just feeling like less pollution in the air you know and just like yeah yeah yeah, ah, yeah like I, it felt like i needed that yeah that's dope yeah i need i need to go out more yeah yeah. i've just been crammed up so much maybe after i move because i'm trying okay. to move it by october and stuff get the hell out of here right you um i don't know yet man i feel you <laughs> <laughs> that's the journey you like, like more more hotter area more colder like what's oh, oh well, I'm gonna stay in Connecticut because of my jobs, but uh, okay, I'm I'm eyeing like some nice neighborhoods that's close okay. to the hood. Okay, you know, not okay. not in the hood, but close to the hood. You yeah, know, yeah, like, outskirts, outskirts life. <laughs> outskirts, still be around. They'd be like, oh yeah, he ain't fully left yet. He's not trying to be. You know, they already questioned to be and stuff like because my girlfriend. That's the wife, thing, man. Like, oh, They're always questioning. They're always questioning, man. It's just like. I see you wearing this outfit. You think you all you think all nice and like, bro, I just got this for my birthday. Like, what's like people always questioning people just because they're not in the same position. Right. It's kind of freaky, but hey, it's whatever. It's called growth. They already know. They know I'm down with the with the bros always. Yeah. I'm always down. Never so what been huh? what's up? No, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> Never been down. No, what you say? Well, what, what so what I what? No, I was interested what uh what you've been listening to lately. Oh, where, where, where? Yeah, yeah. Uh, man, everything. Um, I interviewed this girl by the name of uh, Moody Banks. Moody Banks. She has like a neo soul vibe mm. with her music. It's fire. Yeah, yeah. I gotta check it out. I've been listening to that. I've been listening to that shit real hard. Shout out to Moody send, Banks. Send the she link after. A, oh yeah. I, Definitely got you. She's the shit, man. She's the shit. She's like twenty-seven years old, stuff like that. Sound like, like her voice is more mature. It sounds like she's like a soul artist from back in the day. I, I love that. But like, um, but it's on like a modern type of neo R and B vibe, which I like. It's like she's curating to the sound because R and B is so dead right now, man. Like, I always think that. <laughs> like, I can't think of like a leading R and B male voice. Like that, like yeah. I really messed with. I mean, Daniel Caesar had something going, but yeah. then I haven't heard from him since. Like they need to bring that back, man. Yeah, the early two thousands and the nineties. They gotta like everybody or, or reinvent it. You know, right, like, right. You know, who yeah. you think is a goat? Okay, we're going to that. the goat 
right, let's yeah, talk yeah. About we might as well talk about that. Who think is the goat for like the R and B that that left the mark before it died? Um. All right. So I'm a very I'm a sucker because like uh, my first R and B album that I listened to was Confessions. Okay. So Usher is a goat though. Yeah, Usher. <laughs> yeah, Usher. I think is like top for me. Um, yeah. D'Angelo. I. I he mixes into like a lot of different styles, so I wouldn't just call him R and B, but mm-hmm. uh, he's definitely like up there in terms of just like he's easy to just be inspired by. You know, you can hear like a lot of his sons like in different areas of music. Um, and who else for goat? Brian McKnight. Word. All right. I was hearing this song called "What Was It Moody's Mood for Love." It was a Quincy Jones song. Really? Yo, he's been dropping some new shit lately. Too, oh, yeah? So. Check that out. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's still killing it. So, like, tank. Yo, Brian McKnight is that fucking guy. That's the dude that will walk in the building and steal all your girls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Travis Scott album named after him, bro. Like, oh, for real? <laughs> Bird sing- that's right. Night. That's crazy. Yes, that's right. That album was fire. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what's going on with him. He's been slacking, but. Hey, he got that McDonald's fire. money, man. He 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 can do whatever he wants. Hey, <laughs> he, reached, he reached the top. I couldn't believe that shit, bro. It literally got a, his own fucking meal on McDonald's. Right? Stuff like it's like really. The merch was trash, though. Do you see like <laughs> the clothes he had? He just didn't yeah. put anything Microsoft Paint. And they're like, all right, here we go. <laughs> it's like okay. Those white, I tell you right now, those white boys love them. Travis Scott meals, man. Oh yeah, they, yeah, they, yeah, yeah. They going sick for it. Like I heard, like I like fifteen different white boys, like yo, you get Travis Scott mail and shit like that. Like, what the hell is this? Like a new album, bro? Like, what are you talking about? Like, <laughs> oh man! Oh, so did you see the um the fight? Oh god! <laughs> oh god! Bro. I seen highlights. I didn't watch. I saw the highlights, yeah. but you know. All right, what do you think about that? So it makes me question the sanctity of boxing, as right. we, you know. Because we're like, talking about uh, just to let everybody know this view. We're talking about uh, Floyd and uh, Logan Paul. <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, like he held his own. I I, I gotta give it to Logan to last those many rounds. You know, not being a professional in front of like one of the best boxers ever. Right. But it's just like that wasn't a real match. It's just like. <laughs> If you saw that part where he was kind of holding him back up, he almost fell over. And yes. he was like, no, we got to make this bro. money, you know? Bro, get back up. I saw like, that. He clocked him one good time. Yeah. And you saw the dude was leaning. He was like, oh. <laughs> he you ain't going nowhere. <laughs> I doubt you. What are you doing, man? Like, <laughs> Crazy. I just feel like it was a schooling. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it was a sloppy schooling because you could tell that he's aged. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the thing. But he was fucking him up, though. Like. Look. But like in a stats. very like strategic way, like yeah. I mean, the most. people people saying the fight was boring, but it's like, what did you expect? It's Floyd. That's what he do. He that's, dismantles. Yeah, exactly. He's that's that's boxing. Is like not how many punches you throw, but like how you hit it. Like if you hit the right area, if he has stamina and everything. Like it's so much that comes into it. I feel like the people like Jake Paul. I mean, Jake Paul. He's he did pretty good, even though I'm not a fan of him. But like. He held his own, you know, yeah. for like what he did, and Logan Paul held held his own. So it's like that's cool if they're gonna take it seriously. But like 
now that that opened the gates, the floodgates for like, oh, anyone who has money can go and box a random professional. Then it's like, what is boxing now? Like, you yeah, just let random people in, you know? Yeah. And now Jake Paul, his brother, you know, he has a fight with the Tyrone motherfucking Woodley and five-time mm. UFC champion. Like, I mean, this dude Tyrone's like, I'm not going to play with him like Floyd played with, with Logan. I'm just going to knock his ass out. And I'm just like, yes, do it. Is he? Hell I feel like they have some un- under-the-table talks, you know, before it happens. Like, all right, so... This is my client, Jake Paul. Here, this is uh, you don't want to ruin his face, all right? Don't don't touch his face because you're gonna hit right in this area. And, like they give him extra money on the side. I don't know. I feel yeah. it's like something just being talked about under under the wraps. Right. What I do like about all this nonsense, because this yeah. is what it all is, and you know, Floyd. Uh, back to the Floyd fight real quick before yeah. I say the nonsense part. Um, uh, Floyd. Like you said, he was hit doing the hits that matter. Uh, he he thrown like a hundred hits, which was half of what Jake Paul threw, mm-hmm. and he landed about fifty of those. Jake Paul threw like two hundred hits and only landed like twenty eight, something like mm-hmm. that. So it was just a whole good schooling. It was like yeah, you're just you flailing. Do if this, anything. <laughs> <laughs> like, wow, no. I I mean, the first round, I did see a highlight of how he just like jumped on him he's like you're gonna die floyd i'm gonna kill you and all this shit and no no didn't work out but the educational part about this which is why i like as you know with with this podcast i like to talk about like how pop culture is like uh relative to what the state of capitalism is right now um jake paul is an asshole and he wanted to like basically talk shit about how Tyrone is broke. It can't pay his bills with those titles that he won. That like he's doing him a service uh, for getting this bag with fighting him because he's going to make millions. That's just stupid, petty, like elitist nonsense. But what I do like that thing is interesting is how Jake was also going after Dana White, mm. who's a billionaire, um, and they only pay their fighters like I think. They only they pay their fighters like fifty grand or something like that, small amounts of money. Oh, wow. the, the fighters only fight like once or twice a year. Like you'll be lucky to get at least three fights in the UFC, Damn, and there's really? a lot of fighters. So the poverty rate is there's definitely poverty going on in the UFC compared to boxing. In boxing, you could get millions of dollars. Um, I mean, like this kid, uh, uh, was Ryan Garcia, Ryan Garcia. Um, who's the uh, current um, one of the lightweight belts? There's mad lightweight belts. I think uh, Stefano, if I'm saying his name correctly, has unified two lightweight belts. Um, but he has the other one, and he's undefeated. Okay. And he's like your size, <laughs> with just a little bit of um. Yeah. And he, the kid's a problem. He wants to fight Tank. I don't think that's a good idea for him right now. I feel like Tank will kill him, but um. He makes millions. He's worth thirty million dollars. Twenty-two years what? old. Yes. Wait, like, Jake. Uh, no, I'm talking about uh, Ryan Garcia. Right? Oh, Ryan Garcia. Yeah. So he makes thirty million dollars, and then you go to a UFC fighter that's just as talented as him, and the same age as him, same size, everything. Like for instance, Izzy, um, Israel. That's the dude right there. Fucks with him heavy. He's a lightweight champion in the UFC. Mm-hmm. Um, he didn't start getting good money until he became champion. 
before that, it was just getting, you know, like 40K or something like that. And that sounds nice, but it's like, bro, like, they need a union because that shit could burn. Like, yeah. <laughs> that shit could burn. Like, like, do like they that. even get insurance or something? Like, how is I don't even know. I don't even know, but I know there's lawyers that are and shout out, shouts out to the lawyers. They're they're trying to like figure out how they can like get UFC the because UFC has an ESPN deal. The UFC okay. is set. They're billion dollar business. They can pay, you know, like they can fucking pay. Uh, I could talk you, about. Poverty you think it's like a tax too. problem or something? Like, I just think it's a my purse looking nice right now and yeah. we are the promoters so we get the most money type of shit like the kind of the kind of shit that um mike tyson was going through with uh don king okay yeah, yeah the kind of shit that uh zab judah was going through with don king um like that type of shit like it's just the promoters just want to like hold the bag and dana white is the main promoter basically yeah it's all trainers in the ufc it's not like the it's not like um boxing where Everybody has to sign a deal with a promoter and stuff like that. UFC mm-hmm. is the promotional, so they can do whatever the fuck they want. Yeah, and it's legal. So I like how this clown ass kid brought that up. <laughs> like, like how you did. That. I, I, did I, didn't get that. I didn't hear that statement before, so that's interesting. Oh, it was just Twitter fingers. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was all Twitter. It's it's like I don't know because I'm sure he he's in the same situation as Dana in terms of like making mad money, but it's not really giving back like Jake, whatever my conspiracy, I think was like Jake is being so much of an asshole that he's trying to get everyone's like trying to make Logan seem like the nice guy, you Mm. know, cause I've had other than the whole uh, Tokyo, not Tokyo or Japan. Right. That was crazy. The video. Yeah. That was like the last crazy thing I think Logan did. And then, I guess Jake is like, let me be crazy brother that's like, oh, look, I have your hat. I got your hat, blah, blah, blah. And having the tattoo of blah, 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 just to get him off, like Logan off the limelight. So then he can be like, okay, maybe Logan wants to take this seriously in, in the whole boxing realm. And just like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, that's my crazy brother. He does that, whatever. But, hey, I'm a, I have a good heart, blah, blah, blah. I think like yeah, he's yeah. kind of like going in there and his brother's helping him with that. I think that's what's happening because right. like, I've yet to hear Logan like trash talk anyone yet, <laughs> which is rare. Oh, he, he, he saves it for his podcast. <laughs> oh, I see. Okay, that's yeah, it's a different outlet. Like he had Mike Tyson on, and he was talking hella shit about Floyd while Mike Tyson was there. Mike was oh, just wow. like, "Dude, he's gonna whoop your ass!" Like, whip your ass. I don't understand. You're back in bad hype right now. I, I know you with your boy and all this stuff, and y'all have the good time. But I just want you to know, you're gonna get your ass. <laughs> But I feel like he did knock him out, but he, he saved him. He hugged him. Like, he gave him a nice hug. Yeah. Like, bro, don't die on me right now. I got to whoop your ass a little bit more so we can get this 30 mil. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's, that's crazy. But, like, I think it's good for boxing in a oh, yeah. way that people are now getting excited about boxing again. Yeah. Because boxing fell off for a while. And it's a good time because the heavyweight division is now popular again. Mm-hmm. With Dante Wilder and also um, Tyson Fury, Anthony Joshua, uh, and then you got then you got the the lower weight division, uh, uh, Canelo Alvarez, who yeah, yeah, yeah. is basically he's undefeated, but he lost only to Floyd when he was twenty three, but he's mm. been 
beating everybody's ass since then. Like, the dude is a problem, man. And I think the world wouldn't know who he was if things like this wasn't making boxing popular again. That's true. Because now he's making millions. And before it was like, oh, we got to see how the pay-per-view sales are and stuff like that. And it was a hustle. I think it's less mm-hmm. of a hustle now. So I'm glad for them. Yeah. You know, even, even, even as, because, even, you know, boxing is one of those sports that we dominate in. It's always either a Latino guy or a black guy. Like, mm-hmm. that's our shit. Yeah, that's <laughs> you got all that oppression, man. You got to get it out somehow. So you're just like, right. <laughs> right. Right. And that's why I think it's so dope how there's a Mexican champion that just unified the lightweight divisions after yeah, beating yeah, somebody's yeah. ass. Wow. We got this whole issue going on with ice again, like twenty four seven. Like you know, they, they, they got him in the camps and all this stuff like that. It's and, crazy. That's still going on, bro. Right, right. It's Nazi Germany. It's Nazi Germany. <laughs> That's insane. And it's like, have we even taken care of um, the whole? Was it Detroit with the um, the oh, water Flint. supply? Flint, yeah. No, and there's other cities. So Flint is the just the most popular one. It's other cities. Um, You remember when Obama went over there and he was like, "Let me have a glass of water." Yeah. What the fuck was that? (laughs) I I forgot who it was. It was there was some clip I saw where it was like they were talking about like how bad the water supply was. It was like in a different country, and the guy was like. He was like, yeah, like, I mean, yeah, the water's good now. I'd probably, I'd probably take a drink of it, blah, blah, blah. It was like some uh, elected person. He was like, oh, yeah, well, we have water here if you want to try it. He was like, oh, no, no, I'm I, right now I'm good, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, no, you said you want to try the water. And he was like, same excuse. <laughs> I'm like, bro, like, if you can't even try your own water that you got elected for, then it's like, get out of here. This is what these white people do. It It's crazy because it's like, bro, like, the DNC – literally are now trying to say that these camps and all these situations are more comfortable now when it's really the same garbage and yeah. people are dying. Comfortable camp. Get out of here. Comfortable camps. <laughs> you give them extra Lunchables um, twice a day. <laughs> <laughs> like, But people are taking this seriously. They're like, oh, look, see, they're doing something. I'm like, wait, but last time when Trump was elected, you was all like, yo, fuck ice like let's mm-hmm. abolish ice let's open the borders and now you're like oh well at least they have air conditioning <laughs> and nice beds it's you more of a, a chiller suffering you know just like <laughs> <laughs> a chiller suffering you give them no pass and write down you know how they feel that's a good term <laughs> a chiller suffering that's, that's a new movie coming out Right, man. But like, it's just they just want to focus on other countries and this shit when we have our our shit here, man. Like, yeah. it's just so fucking stupid. And that's why I love that Canelo Alvarez is the fucking champ right now. He's Mexican, <laughs> destroying all, right? all all the white <laughs> people, just knocking them out. <laughs> just to remind motherfuckers that who runs shit around here, okay? Right. Half, like almost half of America was Mexico before it got stolen. So. Just to remind y'all, exactly. like, that's, their exactly. li- that's their land. And it's not even just the Mexicans there. It's, it's, it's people from Honduras. My uh, people uh, right there, man. Oh, you, you're from Honduras as well, too? Yeah, my parents. Oh, nice, bro. So, Oh, so you're, you're uh, Afro-Latin? Yeah, yeah. 
Nice, bro. Nice. Where, 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 where? I just thought you were black. My bad. Hey, hey, same, same thing. We all come to the same spot. So, right. You know. Right, right. So that makes you indigenous in Honduras. That's dope, bro. You're, 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 you're indigenous to this region. So that's your. This is, this is basically like your ancestral cousin type of land. Like, yeah. Um, like I'm, I'm from the Saponi tribe on the Native American side. My grandmother was half Saponi, um, in the great. The high plains in um north carolina virginia um but it's just i think the reason and that's part of the reason why like i i covered this so hard because like these people they try to keep saying you know, like oh they don't belong here when originally this was their land yeah. and everyone used to migrate and connect all the tribes used to just always have connections together even if it was a war, it was a war. It wasn't a world domination war. It yeah, was a, yeah. I had an issue with this tribe. We got Scrapped these issues. Up. Yeah, and we're going to scrap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we nipped that in the bud. Yeah, like, that's yeah. it. That's all it was. It wasn't, no, here come the Spaniards to wipe out our indigenous language and make exactly. us only speak Spanish and English. And <laughs> It's crazy how, like, they literally, they came here from Europe and just them being them killed off a lot of native native people because of like you know all the the different diseases that they brought over and just like here's these blankets and that made it worse and it's like dang bro like how are you just a a moving killing machine you know right right and and you know the books try to like make it vague to make it seem like that that was like the easiest thing to do they did that at the last resort Mm. the armies and stuff here the, the the tribes there are strong and powerful, mm. so they couldn't take them out. They had to use bio warfare in order to yeah. weaken the population. And I just think it's funny when you see the History Channel, which is supposed to be the History Channel, but it's actually History Channel talking hey, about so, oh the Mayans, <laughs> right? The Mayans disappeared, bro. You know, there's a Mayan population in New Haven. <laughs> wow, how did it get up there? <laughs> They just, just came through. <laughs> they speak their Mayan language and everything still. There's other tribes, too, that are, like, migrated up, up here in the States and yeah. just been living their lives. And Americans think that, well, the non-Native Americans think that they all died out. Like, mm. there's no, like, I, I, I remember in high school, this white girl would tell me that, oh, aren't all the Quinnipiacs dead and i'm like nah i know a quinnipiac kid and he has a family and cousins and shit like <laughs> yeah yeah he looks like a normal life and <laughs> like like he's native quinnipiac like yes like he's native quinnipiac like there's people that really think that these tribes are no more man like yeah i mean and but like that's that's <laughs> what the media shows you know like if you know you never even hear about any uh any tribes that are still out here other than like you know, like, yeah, we, we gave them a bunch of casinos and, like, they're chilling on this mm-hmm. side and they'll be all right. And it's like, no, what? what? What's this? <laughs> what are you talking about? I don't know. I feel like we'll, we'll continuously, like, suffer with crazy stuff in America until we reconcile with certain tribes, you know, and give them their just due because that's just. Oh, hell yeah. Yes. That's why I shout out to Canelo Alvarez again because. That's yeah, my yeah. goat right there. <laughs> a border cannot stop me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, uh, like it's 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 easy to like 
some people some people like when they when they come on this podcast and stuff and they were like oh well you talk about a lot of things i'm like yeah i do talk about a lot of things and i hope that people see it as like the reason why all these things are bitching is because it coexists together oh yeah you know without music uh first of all the music that america loves and appreciate is our music and Mm. our music came from slavery um our music came from a mixture of indigenous spaniards afro-latin um black slaves people and that's why we have so many different types of flavor you know from fucking um reggaeton to fucking um merengue um fucking um soca i love soca oh yeah <laughs> my, my, my friends that that went to in cancun uh they're all caribbean you know they uh yeah. one from guyana one from trinidad one from jamaica so they just be blasting soca music all the time and it's like i'm not good with the names but when i hear it i'm like yeah i'm i'm, I'm not gonna sit down i'm gonna get up and start dancing yeah i got some jamaican friends that don't even want to dance to soca they wait for dance hall to come on i'm not like bro y'all are basic right <laughs> Like, oh god, no, listen to that. I just feel like it's more positive. I don't know. When I hear soca music, it's like I think of the sun, I think of whatever, like the dance hall. Like, no, no offense, because like I'm I'm part Jamaican also. Like I, it's mm-hmm. just like it when it comes to some of the dance hall music, it's just too too much. <laughs> but then you say I remember I went to this place uh You're gonna like, anger your Jamaican people, man. Hey, I'm I'm sorry, man, but I gotta be real for a second. Like in terms of like I was at a brunch spot and they were playing it was like a Caribbean spot, but like I, I I'm trying not to like curse them, but like the they're saying like oh you're you're poom poom fighting and blah 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 and it's like whoa whoa like I'm trying to eat some eggs over here, bro. Like like let's do that for later. Like it's after eight PM. Like it's just I feel like <laughs> It's just too much, and it's crazy how we came from like Toots and Tomatoes and like Bob Marley and everything like that to like this. You're just like, dang, bro. Like, we... I mean, it, I don't want to sound like that old head and just be like, oh, back in my day, blah blah. blah. But it's like mm-hmm. we had it was so much meaning to the songs, and I was just like, how much, That's how long do you last in bed and everything? And it's like, yeah, yeah. helping, man. But you know, we still got some some reggae out there that's trying to come. Back. Oh yeah, so like it'll I, never I, be like the golden era though. Like yeah, 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 yeah. I like I do like. You, the, do you play it? Do you jam on reggae? Um, no, I, I mostly chill out to reggae. If anything, I I, I know how to do like a, a reggae beat on the on the on the drums, which is fun. Um, I always love like the offbeat fills they kind of do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that, like type, like oh, you know, it's very boastful, but um, yeah, like I, I I want to jam. I feel like I want to work with other people that are in that genre, mm-hmm. definitely. And Bro, like, you got, I gotta bring you to New Haven, man. Jam yeah, is, is that shit. is that where all the hidden Jamaicans are at? <laughs> well, nah, hidden. It's like a mixture of just like Black Americans and Haitians and Black and yeah, and, uh, uh, Jamaicans. But uh, yeah, yeah. I mean. I my friend was Norwalk, telling me that Stanford. my friend was telling me that New ha- New Haven has the best pizza. <laughs> there, is, is this true? From a New Yorker, yes. I feel very offended. I'm trying to figure out is oh, this true? God. We was having such a good conversation. Now you want to get personal, man? Like, <laughs> yes, New Haven has the best pizza, bro. Like, have That's you ever wild. had a slice? Like, you ever been to Frank Pepe's? You ever been to like? You ever been to New Haven? No, <laughs> I never. 
No offense. Okay. I never, 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 no one ever talks to New Haven. So I'm like, what's, what's going on over there? All right. See, now that's why, because you're biased. You need to like <laughs> choose a day to come over here, maybe visit the Yale campus or something, you know, something bougie. Okay. <laughs> and go to, go to either bar or modern mm. and Frank Pepe's. And then try one of the New York pizza again. And you tell me what you think. Mm. Cause I'll tell you right now, that Sicilian shit is the shit, man. It's okay. better. Chicago is ass compared to New Haven. It's like a lasagna, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and I had it before, so don't even try to come at me, anybody. No, like, <laughs> if, if I gotta eat with a knife and fork, like, get me out of here. Yeah, but New York pizza is probably kind of good though. I just feel like New Haven's better, honestly. Mm. It's the texture. Okay. I feel like we've been bombarded with a lot of other pizzas in New York, and makes other people biased about New York pizza. Like, see, that's what I'm saying. Give me a legendary spot, I'll go. Like, there's uh, not John's Pizza. I think that's, like, really good. Not uh, John's Pizza. That's yeah. in Brooklyn? Yeah, there's one in Brooklyn. Uh, I, I got to give you a whole list. I, there's even ones that are really good in Williamsburg. Even though that's super gentrified and everything, it just – they still have, like, mom-and-pop spots that are still there and killing it. Um, I'll nice. send you all the links and whatnot. But, uh, yeah, I, don't, I feel like we've been bombarded by, like, dollar pizza spots and, like uh, – yeah. Papa John's is racist ass and like uh, <laughs> Domino's and everything and it's just like it feels like a sin to like yeah. buy from those places even though I'm from New York you know right right yo all right so you mentioned Papa John's so I gotta tell you did you hear about uh, how he was like upset that he okay so he, this I heard he, tried, he like he went certain days without saying that <laughs> Like that's good enough, right? I'm off probation. He's like, I spent two years trying to get it out of my vocabulary. <laughs> it's been kind of hard, but you know, <laughs> he probably went through a bunch of like tests. All right, say this person's name: Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> <laughs> you trying to word it right? <laughs> Bro, it's ridiculous, bro. Oh my god, I was, I was listening to the news report in shock the whole time. Like, I, a lot of things don't shock me no more. You know, like yeah, what's happening yeah. with Palestinians don't shock me. Like, yeah. but that, I was like, really, two years, bro. Like, you got a staff, you got people like, <laughs> straight up like, trying to help you stop saying nigga. Like, are like, you he just came from an AA meeting or something? He, he got his points, and he was like, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like talking shit on the news like oh they they're trying to frame me they're trying to make me look like a racist i'm like but you was caught saying that. in the meeting <laughs> the most professional thought <laughs> i don't think it's a frame with you just being basically exposed for what you did man yeah, <laughs> that is wild man. you can't even hide it bro like <laughs> it's crazy Yo, the way it's fucking crazy. And then he was basically saying that the reason why they fired him um, <clears throat> was because they're trying to like control Papa John's. Like he's trying to talk about a whole conspiracy. Kind of reminds me of like what happened on that show where uh, Ozzy Osbourne's wife was fired because she was basically defending um, oh, yeah. that racist motherfucker that was talking junk about Meghan Markle. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was just basically like hostile instead of like trying to like understand what this black woman was trying to explain to her who she knew for years when you think she'll wow. give like the courtesy of like yeah. a, 
intelligent conversation instead of just, oh, tell me how he's racist. Oh, I'm going to question. How about if I have a friend that I don't like, and just because they have to be black, does that mean I'm racist because I don't like their personality? I'm like, yeah. bro. Uh, but but didn't, didn't his her daughter do that too? Um, not- Yo, Ozzy, bro, I'm still a fan of you, but you need to check your family, man. Because <laughs> wasn't she on like the view or something, and she was talking about like, they're talking about Trump and like yeah. the thing about like uh, uh the whole border thing. He was like, "Well, if you um Trump, like if you're gonna let out all the Spanish people, then who's gonna clean your toilets?" And who? And they're like, "Oh, like let's not say that." And she thought she was on the right way. She was like, "Wait, that's not right." And you're like, "No, <laughs> they do more than just cleaning toilets." Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, I mean, like I get what you were trying to say, but you could. <laughs> yeah, it's just like like now you just want to. These people are millionaires, Dwayne. Who they're who, they're not here. They're not in terms. Who of is them. on their team letting them say this shit? <laughs> it, that's the thing. You, they got yes people. That's just like they want to keep their jobs. So they're just like, yeah, what you're doing is right. What you're wearing is perfect. Those <laughs> things work together. And you're like, yeah, I'm the shit. Sure. Yeah. No, that's that's. I didn't know that. Well, they all trash. It's, it's you know, Ozzy hasn't did anything yet, but I'm waiting. <laughs> <laughs> right, just a family like this. I gotta do my investigation. You know what? I think he started the coronavirus, man. Remember when he he bit that bat's head? Oh man, he's the one. He's been quiet. He's been hiding under everything. Else. <laughs> you know, he went missing once, right? Like for like <laughs> on a drunk years. Thing? I don't oh, wow. know. This happened like two months before, two years, but I think two or three years before the pandemic happened, or maybe I'm late to the scene of learning about that. But I remember how they were trying to say, like, I was watching the video. They're saying, yo, he has not been seen for, like, a year or two, like, publicly or nothing. And then, then he just appears out of nowhere one day. He's like, I'm good, guys. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, I heard that he came out with an album, I think, right? With, like, yeah. the artist. That, that did not do that. To yeah. He just went and hided <laughs> and then came out with an album. He was until he was in Wuhan. He's <laughs> brought all that together. Oh, and then he was God, like, "To no. get that off of me, let my wife say some crazy stuff." <laughs> I'm out the limelight. I'm good. Yeah, man. Oh, man, bro. Like, it's it, it's it's epic. It's really fucking epic. crazy. Like, I wish I could do that. <laughs> Just to disappear for. I feel you. <laughs> they were like, "Where did you go, man? I was on Mars, bro. I was chilling with." <laughs> Elon. Martians. Yeah, Elon was there. Like, I was like, yo, Elon, we got to talk about that Bolivian thing. And he was like, all right, we'll talk about it. Spoke a joint first. I'm like, all right. <laughs> all right. Now, can we talk about that Bolivian <laughs> shit, Elon? <laughs> <laughs> well, let's talk about Bitcoin for now. <laughs> Bitcoin. <laughs> Are you into that stuff? Uh, bro, I'm trying to stay away from it. Everybody is into it. I'm down. I would try it, but it's just I don't know, man. Gambling half the time. Yeah, I don't like the idea of gambling ever. Um I I celebrate I celebrated a birthday two months ago and I literally had lottery lottery tickets for my birthday and I'm gonna tell you right now, that's the first time I ever scratched off lottery tickets. Oh wow. That's yeah. how that's how afraid I am with gambling. Like, I don't blame that. <laughs> I remember I you know in some some casinos they when you join the casino they give you like free money pretty much to spend. And I'll just spend that, and then I'm like, all right, I'm good. <laughs> like, I don't want to spend any of my money. I'm like, I'm, I'm gushy on that. Right? Because right. everything's an algorithm. After At the end of the day, like, 
you know, a certain time you're supposed to, if you work behind the scenes, yeah, you would know when to pull that slot down. But like, yeah, me compared to thousands of people that have been in your place, like I'm, I'm good. <laughs> like what are the odds yeah. of me getting it? Yeah. Like I go to the casinos just to drink. I <laughs> yeah, go, right. go, go to an event. Like I never <laughs> exactly. actually gambled. I'm scared. Like, I mean, they're like, oh, you could try the penny slots. I'm like, I don't know. Right. Are you going to hold my hand? Cause I need some direction. <laughs> The, the weirdest people like you see cents. at casinos, man. Oh, yeah, bro. Okay, so back to the casinos, actually, because we, we were talking about the Native American casino thing. Oh, yeah. And just because the, the tribe has a casino, guys, doesn't mean that they're fucking thriving. They can still have, like, issues, mm. and Mohegan is one of them. Um, you know what I mean? Like, Fox Foxwoods, I don't know that much about from, from there, but, like, there's a lot of social issues that goes on. And people think that just because the tribe has a casino and they were recognized by the United States that they don't get oppressed anymore. They still do. Yeah. Um, I mean, look at the fucking Dakota pipeline. Like, yeah, right. That whole shit. Like, they're going through Native American burial grounds and stuff and shooting natives with rubber bullets. It's like, but, you know, those were the first concentration camps, the reservations. That's where they put them in when they were colonizing this area. Yeah. Um, they, the reservation camps were the first concentration camps. And then later on, you know, the Nazis had their shit. Japan had their shit. Um, well, we were putting Japanese people in camps here. <laughs> Before I even start talking shit about Japan. Uh, <laughs> the people forgot that history. They don't teach that history. We definitely, when they say stop Asian hate, it's like, bro, you got to stop talking shit about China. We don't fully know everything. We got to stand about that. That's a part of Asian hate. North Korea is the biggest deal. Um, zombies, dude, zombies. There's zombies in North Korea. <laughs> Yo, you ready? You are you ready for this? <laughs> I got Yo, bro. some machetes in the house. I got a hat. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just the reason why I say it's zombies is because they said that he killed his sister once, and then you see her. Oh like, yeah, that was bizarre. in South Korea during the uh, um, the Olympics. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> So it's like a very chill zombie. Like she's not even like out there. Foam out I, the mouth. Think, I think there's going to be a turtle investigation. <laughs> right. Or clones. Back for the clones, man. Because somebody's like, because CNN has not recant their statement about Kim Jong-un killing these people. And then you later see them traveling the world and shit, just having a good time. And I'm like, bro, I thought you was dead. It's like. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> can't say anything to him. Right, no, it's just so confusing, bro. It's just there, that whole Asian hate thing. I feel like there's like a lot of a lot of elements to it to unhash. Because let's be honest, like even though like we don't agree, like governments don't agree with other governments, the fact that there's so much like stereotypes that definitely can't be true about other Asian countries mm. contributes to what happens here. Like, mm. especially the whole coronavirus thing. Like, that got people, got Asian people beat, murdered, profiled. Remember when, like, at, for, when coronavirus first came out and they were like, yeah, I'm not getting corona beer. Like, that thing is about the devil. And you're like, what are you talking about? Those are two different, as a company, like, what is going on? Yeah, Corona. Like they look, they look at a headline and they're like, "All right, this is going out." Blah blah. <laughs> anything Asian is bad, and it's like, what do you do? 
simple-minded people, I guess. We're dumb. Let's just... Americans are dumb. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah, I think that's... But that's, like, we, we can afford to be dumb, you know? Right. Like, it, it's the idea of, like, it's none of my problem. Like, for example, right now, with... It's looking good in New York in terms of, like, it, I think they said about 68 people got vaccinated. So things doesn't feel like the pandemic right now. People are like, oh, I can do this, blah, blah. It's like, yeah, we're good. And the whole world is still a mess. And, like, yeah, we're ignorant. It's, like, out of sight, out of mind. Like, that, it's gone now, so I can do whatever I want. And it's, like, that's just going to either recreate something with a mutated gene, you know, and make things worse. Or, you know, it just feels like, yeah, we just care about where we're at and forget what was happening. I remember when... This was in November. I think I saw in the news of like people in China that was getting the coronavirus when it first started, and like they were like in the they had like the things covered up, and they're just all or someone was shaking from coughing, and I was like, "Whoa, that looks insane." Why isn't anyone talking about this? But I think the mm-hmm. idea, oh, it's over there. They got their own problems. Not gonna, we're not gonna deal with that. Like we yeah, kind yeah. of brushed it off, and now we're in the midst of it. And it's like that right. ignorance it is gonna pay someday, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the ignorance is definitely continuing because it's like now that China has a control under that and they're doing a lot of vaccines and Cuba went to Africa, went to Italy and stuff like that. And they're getting the control of things. Cuba literally saved Italy. Like mm-hmm. that was insane. Italy was in a very bad place. And yeah, yeah. I remember they were going through it hard. A lot of American um, officials were pissed that Italians allowed Cubans to help them out. Um, but it's like, bro, like you're too busy worrying about trying to blame China for everything instead of trying to fix a solution, and they're trying to fix their solution. Yeah. <laughs> so of course they're going to call Cuba, and once again, socialism wins because Cuba saved Italy. <laughs> you Why you're talking all this shit about them? <laughs> they're over there with doctors and shit. I had a guy on. Had a guy on. Um, his name is uh Taye Euro. Shouts out to Taye Euro, great guy. He has he does like African educational tours and stuff like that for a living. Right. And he has a book out, he's a rapper, he's a great guy. Um, he was he was talking about uh briefly, I'm gonna have him back on um in like 10 days actually for Juneteenth. For Juneteenth. Right. Um, he was talking about basically how when he was in South Africa, uh there were Cuban doctors there in South Africa as well, too. And he actually like lived with a, a Cuban doctor family as well too, mm. and he learned about like all the good shit they did and all the shit they learned about what healthcare wise and stuff like that. And he related it to Western um, medicine, like American based Western medicine, because yeah. Cubans Western as well too. But it's the Western part that people don't want to talk about. <laughs> but um, yeah, and I was like shocked i was like bro i didn't know that they were in south africa as well too like they're everywhere they're in haiti they're everywhere and we're just sitting here talking shit about them and oh yeah (laughs) what was it blame the main on spain (laughs) yep (laughs) oh crap bro uh fuck it's two o'clock damn um is it like is it like a time span like uh you can only do an hour yeah i can only do an hour for today because i have to go to fucking work (laughs) <laughs> I have so much other stuff to talk about. But I mean, yo, let's make a part two, man. Down, like maybe if, at the end of June. If, or maybe if the July. fans want it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure you're going to get some views. Facebook, usually, we, Facebook, 
usually we get bad views on um already like i see like in the range between like 300 to a thousand stuff like that but um the on the, the spotify and all that stuff it's been a little struggle but hey man i'm gonna put it on instagram too a lot of good cool, stuff cool. yeah yeah man i mean it's this was it's cool i mean i can do this all day <laughs> Hell yeah, right? I'm looking for a fucking co-host, bro. Like, if oh, yeah. you're interested, like, it's like temporarily co-hosts, though. So I'm not trying to like um have people yeah, yeah. sign their life away when I don't have the funds to pay them. You, you don't want to pull a Joe Button. Yeah. Oh God. See, that's another thing we got. To talk about. Yeah that that was that made me so mad. That shit was straight up levels. The fact they're friends too, guys. Don't go into business with your friends unless you really, really trust each other. Like, yeah, yeah, seriously. Yeah. And even if you really, really trust each other, there's going to be some disagreements. Like, my, my best friend, who's a saxophone player, we, we did, like, three bands together and stuff like that, and miraculously, we click. But mm. that's just... That's that's yeah. luck, bro. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's really rare. That's good luck. That's rare as hell to have something like that. Um, But let's end this here. Uh, so I don't be late for work. Hey, yeah. Fucking Yale Hospital will be like, bro... I saw you on live, but you're coming up in here at 2.35. Oh, oh you got to work after this. I got my uniform on. I just got to switch my shirt, so I'm good, man. Gotcha. Uh, yo, Dwayne Bush, man. Thank you for coming through, bro. Let's uh, definitely do this again. And I, got, I put the links in the description to both of your bands and stuff. And right on. Yeah, man. Let's do, yeah. let's do it. Uh, June, yeah, June 14th, I think we have the YouTube video. Um, Word. For our word. performance, and the twentieth is the summer EP for Saint Melo. Oh, word. So. Word, 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 word. Definitely send me a link to that. I'll fucking um put it on. Do I have something in my hair? I got something in my damn hair. I'll look at that later. <laughs> All right, I'll see you later, Dway. Hey man, take it easy, man. Much love. Effectively transforming community, peace in our human family, volume unity, divine light shining individually. Collectively transforming community, peace in our human family. One love, one growth, as above, so below. Feel the pain in my soul, the red pill dissolved. Organized, no matter the cost. Politicians starts wars, they don't fight, they sit the poor. And nothing lasts forever as long as we stay together. Give hell to the masses, watch the unity rapture. This is for the kids and the culture. It's one love, one growth, one light, light warriors.